0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is June. It's the 10th of June. It's 2021. It's Thursday, and we have six baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. That's how I used to introduce the show, and it used to drive people absolutely crazy. But with the thousandth episode coming up later this (laughs) month, I figured, why not throw it back for a second? Anyway, I'm joined today by Christy Metzer. What's happening, Christy? Creighton 12, right?
1: Creighton 12, you got it. Yeah. I always
0: forget to- the numbers on the back of people's names. I'm <laughs> the worst with that.
1: Oh, that's all right. It's no big deal at all. Yeah, no, good to good to be back at the morning grind. Always always love doing the show with you. And I didn't realize you were approaching episode 1000 here shortly.
0: It's crazy to think about.
1: Wow. That's really crazy. crazy. To think about. Yeah. What What year did you start?
0: A long time ago. Long time ago. Um, <laughs> do you see all this gray hair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A long
1: time ago. Oh, exactly. That's pretty so,
0: awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's fun. I'm um, glad to do this each and every day. It's it's a blast. And um, today, well, Wednesday was the day of like multi home run games because it yeah, seems like so. everybody is hitting um, two home runs. I think Turner just did it right before we started, and then as we got started here, Stanton just hit a yes. second one. I mean, it's just. Yes. It's the day for multi-home runs. Maybe the sticky stuff is really gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know it. I saw that. Finally, the Yankees are are uh, hitting the ball a little bit, which it seems like it's been a while. So they've had some <laughs> big upside. So, yeah, pretty
0: cool. I mean, it's definitely something that's interesting. I know it's been talked about a lot over the last few days on social media, by ESPN, by all that stuff. But, yeah. I mean, as someone that played baseball for a long time – if the ball is doing extra stuff, it's already hard to hit a baseball. that's going 95 to a hundred miles an hour when it's going, even it, when it's doing other stuff, it's just like, all right, like I'm throwing my hands up. So um, exactly. it'd be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of weeks.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: but anyway, um, we are going to break down this slate and have some fun with it. You know, I mean, I wouldn't be too worried. Like we saw Garrett Cole pitch, he's pitching phenomenal. Um, yeah. hopefully I don't jinx him, but they're in like the fifth mm-hmm. inning, and he's pitching phenomenal. So, I mean, yes. I think pitchers that have done well for a long time are gonna do well, and I'm not I'm not too concerned. But I mean, some guys that have definitely kind of shown up. I'm looking at you, Robbie Ray, out of <laughs> nowhere this <laughs> season and pitch way better. Um, it'd be really interesting to see how they do over the next couple of weeks. But yep, six games cool. to break down today. Um Let's jump right in. We start with San Francisco at Washington. The only game that we are potentially watching some weather, it's uh, Descafani against Scherzer. This game's at a seven total. Washington, a 165 favorites. Um, any interest here in Descafani?
1: Um, I really don't. I do notice that he is priced down, and you know he is someone that you could consider for a cheaper play on both DraftKings and FanDuel if you needed to. But I, I don't have a lot of interest in him. i personally definitely have interest in Scherzer
0: on the other side. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a, like a worse spot for Descafani, but I also feel like he's not a guy that's going to go out and typically dominate games strikeout rate around 19% since the start of last season. So, I mean, I don't hate it. I don't love it. He's cheap, but I don't think this is a spot. He's going to go out and put up 20 fantasy points. Um, Max Scherzer on the other side. I mean, you know what you're getting from Max Scherzer. The guy's going to go out. He's going to strike people out. He's going to have a decent game. I think the Giants are very underrated as an offense in in general. Um, But I think Scherzer, obviously, when we're looking at this slate, he's a clear-cut top pitcher on this slate. I mean, sure, you can make an argument for Trevor Rogers facing Colorado in Miami, but I think Scherzer's the way to go if you're paying up on the slate.
1: Yep, I couldn't agree more. I think he, like you said, he's the clear cut, you know what you're getting, you know, high strikeout rate, you know, 36% strikeout rate. Um, yeah. He might give up a home run or two. And like you said, the giants are very underrated this year. I mean, they certainly um, have put up a lot of runs and can give up home runs and he might give up a home run or two, but uh, yeah, definitely the best pitcher on the, sh- on the slate in my opinion.
0: Uh, any bats that you like here for San Francisco?
1: Um, You know, I really don't think so. I mean, you know, if you're looking to maybe, you know, do a couple of one-offs, you could maybe, you know, pick off a couple of bats there, but I, I I'm really not going to mess with that. I just think there's more, even though it's a six game slate, I just think there's other interests in some stacks that, that we'll get into a little bit later that I have interested in.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can always chase a home run against Scherzer, but yep. trying to pinpoint where that home run's going to come out. from is just absolutely yep. impossible. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean Crawford at thirty five hundred at shortstop. If you're not paying up for one of the top shortstops, Crawford, he, I think he has fifteen home runs on the season now. Um yeah. he's he's having a fantastic year. So if you want to save some money at shortstop, I always like Brandon Crawford. Yeah. Um on the other side of this game, the Washington side, I mean, when you target Descafani, you want to target him with lefties. Um anything stand out to you for Washington?
1: Yeah, I think with Washington, you know, you're looking at you're looking at Soto and Schwarber. Um you know, Bell, uh, some of those guys, um, but they obviously make great plays. Schwarber, I know is really, really cheap on, on draft Kings. And, uh, but yeah, I think those are the guys that you're looking to target too. And then throwing Trey Turner in there, of course, for your, for your stacks as well.
0: Yeah. I think Juan Soto, obviously um, one of the best plays on the slate. If, if Schwarber and, and Josh Bell are both in there, they're obviously got good plays as well. I mean, Washington's one of those teams where you're going to have to wait and see what the lineup looks like. Um, yep. if Alex Avila is in there and he's batting like fifth or six, he's 3,100 at catcher. So, yep. I mean, I definitely like the le- lefties uh, more than the righties here for Washington. Yep.
1: Yep. I agree on that as well.
0: All right, moving on. We got Colorado at Miami facing off in this one, Gonzalez against Rogers. This game has a seven and a half total. Miami is a one ninety favorite. Um, any interest here in Chichi Gonzalez,
1: no, I don't. I don't have any interest in him at all. Um, I, yeah, I just don't even think I would use him as a, a cheap play or anything like that.
0: I mean, yeah, you know, Chichi Gonzalez, the guy is a pitch-to-contact guy, under 15% K rate since the start of last season, struggles to both sides of the plate. I mean, I don't think the Marlins are the worst stack on the slate, um, but, I mean, it's in Miami. I think that's the biggest drawback. Yep. On the other side of this game, we got uh Trevor Rogers, big favorite at home facing an offense that's kind of banged up. Um I have no problems rolling out Trevor Rogers here.
1: Yep, I agree. I, I like him a lot. I mean, he's yeah. He's got 29% K rate, uh 8.8% walk rate, 1.97 ERA. He's been a really, you know, pleasant surprise um this year as a pitcher. Um so yeah, I think he rates 14th overall for strikeout rates. So yeah, being a big favorite in that game certainly have interest. You know, anytime you get uh, Colorado out of Coors, you know they they aren't quite as attractive. I mean, the only guy that probably really scares me a little bit is CJ Crone, but their their lineup just I I think he can I think he can take care of them and get some strikeouts in there pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, I think this is clearly the best um, point per dollar play if you're not paying it for Scherzer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the best I can to try to play both of these guys yeah. um, because honestly, I don't love any of the cheap guys today. Uh, I think they're all very iffy. If we knew Michael King was going to get more than like 75 pitches, I think you'd be a lot more interesting and we'll talk about that when we get there. Yes. Um, but overall, I mean, I don't think any of these cheap pitchers are great today, so I'm going to do the best I can to try to get Rogers and Scherzer. And I think a lot of people will do that, but I think it's the right play. Um any interest here in the Rockies bats?
1: I don't. Um, You know, like I said, if, you know, if you're maybe picking out one or two, or if it's kind of a last piece for a build, you know, you can maybe use like a CJ Crone or something like that, but they're not someone that I'm really soliciting um, in my lineup. It'd just be more like a last piece.
0: Yeah. I mean, overall, I think that this is probably a spot that I don't end up on. I will say, if Rogers is like super chalky, and you want to take a shot on Trevor Story, because he's supposed to be back, is he supposed if to be? He, out? Yeah,
1: send him then too. Yeah,
0: but I honestly, on the other side, I don't, I don't know if he is going to come back either. Like it's one more game in the series. I don't know yeah. if they rush him back here. Um, they might just give him one more day. So we'll have to kind of see how that plays out. Um, in this one uh bats on the other side the miami side any, any interest here in these guys
1: um uh, on the miami side yep yeah miami side i do have interest um you know they've been able to put up some points here too i mean i think even if you look at like jesus aguilar Marte, um dickerson um for cheap you know i don't think they make the worst stack in the world like you said um Playing in Miami is a little bit of a downgrade, of course, but on a six game slate I certainly have interest in Miami stack.
0: Yeah, I think definitely a secondary stack. I don't know if I full man stack them in this game, but I mean Marte, Chisholm, Aguar, yeah. like Duvall, Dickerson, like all these guys are super playable against Chichi Gonzalez, and it will really really depend on like how how many cheap bats we get throughout the day um, because I, again, I want to pay up for pitching as much as possible here. So um, all right, moving on, we got Houston at Boston, Zach Granke against Eduardo Rodriguez, nine total pick him game. Um, any interest here in Zach Granke?
1: You know, Greggie is a pitcher that I, I rarely play in DFS, and I know we probably talk a lot about the fact that, you know, he's a better real-life pitcher than he is for DFS purposes. You know, his K rates, you know, 18% or so, um, has about a 5% walk rate, ERA, 3.38. Um, I, I just don't have a lot of interest in him. I Like you said, if, if we're looking to pay up, to me it's, you know, Scherzer and, and Rogers today. So he's, he's just not someone I have a lot of interest in.
0: I mean, as a Red Sox fan, I feel like this lineup is not great, um, just overall. I also don't think Granky has a huge ceiling. Um, so, I mean, it is a six-game slate, and it's not like we have a ton of options under 8K. He's probably the best option under 8K, just looking at all the options down here. Yeah. And I think Frankie Montas is going to get some solid ownership facing Kansas City on this slate. So, I mean, if you're looking for a play to pivot, I mean, I think he's the play. But, I mean, don't get too, don't get too excited about playing Zach Greinke. He's not like he's going to go out and strike out 10 people. You're just right. kind of hoping he pitches decent, picks up a win, and scores 20 fantasy points. I think that's what you are kind of hoping here from Greinke. And you're hoping that, like, Montas has, like, a blah game and scores 10.
1: Exactly. Yep, exactly right. Yeah, like you
0: Um, said, he's in for a price play. Eduardo Rodriguez on the other side, I mean, just Houston doesn't strike out against left-handed pitching. They don't strike out in general, but they just don't strike out against lefties. And I think Eduardo Rodriguez is a good pitcher. I think this matchup is absolutely terrible for any lefty in baseball. Um, The dude has a 26% K rate. Faced this team a week ago, struck out four guys, gave up six earned runs. I mean, it's just not a good matchup for left-handed pitching.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Like you said, they don't strike out. I know they're putting up runs again tonight. But, yeah, I mean, you look at that lineup and you look at, you know, Altuve, Bregman. I mean, Gurriel is always underrated, profiles really, really well. Correa's been really hot. Um, and then even the left-handed bats of Tucker and Alvarez in there, too. I mean, their, their lineup is just so strong. And – Yeah, he's definitely not someone that I'd want to roll out there in front of that type of a lineup. Uh,
0: Let's talk Houston bats. Anything standing out to you for Houston?
1: Yeah, I like, um, you know, I always like just to get a little bit different with Houston. I I do like the Houston bats quite a bit. Um, You know, Bregman, El tube, Correa, like I mentioned. And I like throwing Gary in there just to be a little bit different. Um, And again, his numbers have been really, really solid this year. Just kind of an underrated player, in my opinion. Um, and then, you know, on DraftKings, too, Tucker and Alvarez on the left-handed side, they're really, really cheap. I mean, they're in the 3Ks. So, um, you know, certainly have interest in, in all of those guys in different forms.
0: Yeah, I think Houston overall is probably too cheap here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just the matchup on the road, facing Boston, getting nine innings. I mean, I, I just feel like overall, this team is, I mean, I think they're just too cheap so um yeah let's go to to the boston side of things um anything standing out to you for boston
1: yeah i think with boston you know i am mean always have interest endeavors in you know i think he's someone you know i think he's still priced pretty reasonably too on Fanduel and and, and such so you know yeah could certainly see you know using him or Maybe JD and and Bogarts, or you know, maybe doing a two three man stack or so. But yeah, I could see using a few bats against Grinky.
0: I mean, it's just like Verdugo's banged up now too. Um, yeah. I mean, the Red Sox lineup is just it's 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 really Devers, Bogarts, JD Martinez. Um, I mean, that is the lineup. Mm-hmm. So the problem with three-man stacking those guys is they're all over 5k and it's not like we have a punt pitcher to play so while i don't think they're in bad spots here going up against Grinky, i also feel like how do i really play them and get the pitching i want on this slate um right. i mean we live in a salary cap world
1: exactly <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah that's true it makes it very challenging
0: All right, Toronto at Chicago taking on the White Sox. We got Ryu against Keichel, eight and a half total. Toronto a very slight favorite here. Ryu is 9,700 facing a team that's very good against left-handed pitching. Any interest in him in this spot?
1: You know, I know. That's the thing. The White Sox do very well against left-handed pitching, although um, I know they've had a couple matchups recently that they haven't produced quite as much. Um, I, you know, I do respect him as a pitcher and, you know, I could see taking a shot on him. I was trying to see his price again. Is what is he? He's the second highest priced um, pitcher on, on DraftKings. Um, I don't know. I, I'd rather go Scherzer and Rogers, but you know, I suppose as a tournament play, you know, you could certainly include him in the mix. Um, certainly has potential 23% strikeout rate. So yeah, I mean, He's not someone I'm targeting in some of my main single entry contests, but if you're looking to get a little different, you could certainly use him.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, I think, I think he's, I I think obviously he's going to come in at the lowest ownership of three between Sharers, and Rogers. I think he's also the worst play out of those three. But, I mean, it's baseball. It's high variance. Anything is possible, um, especially when it comes to baseball. And I know we talk about that a lot in in any other sport. But, I mean, baseball has one of the highest variances. Like, you could be Randy Johnson and give up 10 runs in a start. I mean, I don't know if he ever did that in his career, and it would help my argument. But I'm just saying, um, anything's possible here. So, I think Ryu, a guy that has good strikeout stuff, limits power to both sides of the plate, if he can get through, I mean, Abreu-Anderson, we really don't have a large enough sample size to say Vaughn yet, but he right. is one of those righties right. that you're kind of worried about. I mean, there are some strikeouts here. So I think Ryu, if he's going to be 15%, 20% on a six-game slate with really only three options at the top, I think you have to have some exposure to him. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. And like you said, really, if he can just get through a couple of those bats like Abreu and and like you said, Vaughn, we really don't know yet. But, yeah, there, there's definitely strikeouts to be had. And, with yeah, if he's going to be very low-owned, he's certainly intriguing.
0: Um, Dallas Keuchel on the other side. I like playing left-handed pitching against Toronto, but Dallas Keuchel's not good.
1: Dallas Keuchel is not good at all. Yeah. I mean, just at it, <laughs> just, yeah, his strikeout rate 12%. I mean, high ERA, yeah, high walk rate. Yeah, exactly. He's just not good. And he's, he's someone you're, you're looking to stack against.
0: Yeah, like all right, all right. Let's just looking at the numbers. The suit has a fourteen percent K rate since the start of last season. Um, facing all these righties, you beat Toronto by being able to overpower them. He's not going to do that. Um, they got a lot of guys that hit the ball up in the air. Marcus Simeon, Triasca Hernandez, Vlad. Um, this is a this is a spot that I'm definitely staying away from. Keuchel, and I think Toronto is one of the top stacks on the slate.
1: I, I couldn't agree more. Yep, they were one of the top um, top stacks when I was kind of looking at breaking things apart too. I, I agree, and there's actually some cheap Toronto bats in the outfield, you know, on DraftKings that I think are are super intriguing. But yeah, going against Keikel, I mean, just you know, having Vlad and and Bichette and Simeon and uh, you know Tioscar, I mean, yeah, they're they're just loaded with a lot of bats that profile really good against Keikel.
0: Um, the White Sox bats. I mean, you can always play the White Sox against any lefty, um, especially in tournaments. I don't love them today, but, I mean, I wouldn't argue you playing them.
1: Right. On a six-game slate, um, yeah, if they're going to be a lower-owned stack, certainly you want to have, have a look. But at first glance, looking at all the six games that are out there, they're, they, they certainly didn't make my top list of, of, of teams that I wanted to stack after tomorrow's slate.
0: All right, cruising right along here. We got the Yankees and the Twins. Uh, No total in this game right now. It's the only game on the slate we don't have a total for. It's Hap against King. We really don't know um, what we're looking for here from Michael King. You know, he threw five innings last time out. He was pitching really good and threw 66 pitches and they yanked him. Um, Got into a little bit of trouble and they're like, you're done. Um, So. I I would max him out at seventy five pitches. He hasn't thrown more than sixty nine pitches yet this season. I max him out at like seventy five. I think that's an absolute ceiling for him.
1: Yep, yep, I agree. Exactly right. And so yeah, he's just you know he's not someone that uh, you're looking to play as a pitcher. He's someone that you're gonna you're gonna look for definitely look for some bats against.
0: Um, Hap on the other side. It's a lefty face in the Yankees. It's a lefty that really can't overpower the Yankees. We saw them. Absolutely light up Minnesota on uh, Wednesday. I think it's going to be the same thing here. Hap doesn't strike guys out. He struggles against righties and this is a right-handed heavy lineup with a lot of power.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, as much as we love Toronto, I'd say Yankees are one of my top stacks as well. I mean, and and just seeing what they're doing again tonight. I mean, they've been starting to, I, I know, I think it was last night. They were really starting to hit the ball hard. It didn't necessarily show up in the stats, but I think, yeah, exactly. Stanton, Judge, um, Torres, Glaber torres Lemayhew. I mean, Andahar has been crushing the ball, too. He bats, you know, deeper in the lineup a little bit, too. But, yeah, they, they've got a lot of potential there um, to put up a ton of runs and have tomorrow
0: um yeah I mean this is definitely a stack that's right up there DJ LeMay who's up there with like one of the top if not the top plays on the slate at Um, 4200 some of the sites have the Yankees even cheaper than DraftKings I mean they're going to be popular and I think that's the biggest concern um is just playing like the I think they're going to be the chalkiest stack on the slate but I mean for good reason yeah Um, this is a great spot and like if we get weather in the Washington game and we can't play Scherzer, everybody's going to stack the Yankees at these prices. So, I mean, you could zig when everybody zags, but, I mean, this is a great spot for them.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Uh, Minnesota, I mean, it's not like King is necessarily a bad pitcher and the Yankees' bullpen is really right. good. Um, yep. Yep. And it's like when you look at Minnesota, sure, you could play Donaldson and Cruz um Kurloff, but I mean this is not a team that I go out of my way to stack against right and pitching.
1: Yeah, no, it, that's exactly right. Um yeah, they just don't have a lot of Minnesota's really been struggling. I mean, they've had some really good matchups too lately and just haven't really come through. I mean, maybe um as a one off someone that I really do like is is Trevor Larnick, and I think, you know, he's someone that has looked pretty good and have interest if he's, you know, maybe in the lineup, but yeah like like you said it's 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 not like he's a terrible pitcher and definitely more interest on the yankee side of the of the stack
0: all right cruising along we finished it out with kansas city at oakland mike minor frankie montas eight total oakland a 162 favorite here um any interest here in mike minor
1: I don't. And I was just kind of looking at him too. He's what the fourth highest pitcher is 8,400 on draft Kings. Um, you know, he has a pretty good strikeout rate, 26%, but um, you know, high walk rate, high ERA um, going up against the A's there. So I don't, he's not someone that I have a lot of interest in um, for tomorrow.
0: If they roll out that like left-handed heavy lineup with Olson, Moreland and Brown, and even Kemp, ton of interest in Mike Minor. If, they, if yeah. they go, if they go right-handed heavy, which they can, zero interest in minor. Um, unless Max Scherzer game gets rained out. And in that case, I think minor's an interesting play, regardless. But I it will be really interesting to see, you know, if Pinder's in there, um, I forget who else they have, right-handed bats. Uh, I'm mind-blanking. Biscotti. If they start throwing these righties in there, like Mike Minor, elite against lefties. Mike Minor below average against righties, high fly ball rate, high hard hit rate, good strikeout stuff, but gives up a lot of power. I mean, I think that you're just going to have to kind of see what the lineup looks like if you're wanting to play Mike minor.
1: Yep. Yeah, exactly. I know Matt Chapman hasn't played quite as well as we're used to seeing him play. Um, but you can yeah. say
0: it. He's been terrible.
1: He's just been terrible. Ice, yeah, cold. Yes. Ice cold been batting down in the lineup. So, you know, if he was playing up to his potential and things like that, yeah, it might look a little bit different. But, yeah, like you said, it does depend on what they roll out, if it's a left-handed heavier or a right-handed heavy lineup for tomorrow.
0: And then on the other side, I mean, Montas. I, again, I think he's going to be pretty popular here going up against Kansas City. It's not a great offense. This game's in Oakland. I mean, I – I don't want to play a chalky Frankie Montas, even in a good matchup. It's so hard to pull the trigger on a guy. That's going to be massive chalk here. It's just, you beat him with lefties and Santana and Benatendi are really the only lefties in this lineup. And it's just like, what do I do? Because I mean, the lineup is, is bad playing a chalky Frankie Montas sounds terrible. Um, What are your thoughts when it comes to Frankie Montas?
1: Yeah, I do have interest in them. Just like what you said, like, they just really don't have a lot for left-handed bats. I mean, yeah, Ben and Santana, I mean, that's that's really it. And, you know, you kind of work around those players. But I know, wish he wasn't going to be quite as chalky. But, yeah, I, I certainly have interest, you know. And I think if you use a guy like him in your lineup, so you're really going to try to look different or get different with your bats to, to kind of compensate for that.
0: Yeah, sounds like fun. Um... <laughs> Doesn't it though? It just sounds like so much fun.
1: Yeah. Montas shock.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. It sounds terrible. Um <laughs> Kansas City Bats. If Frankie Montas is gonna be like super popular here on a six game slate, I will definitely have a Kansas City stack. Um, yeah. it doesn't feel great because like I said, you beat him with lefties. The good thing is like the lefties are cheap. Benintendi's 39, Santana's forty-three, so yep. Uh, I mean, this is definitely a spot you could look at these guys.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Kansas City, they've had, they've had some good matchups lately where they put up some runs and uh, put strung together some good games and things like that. So, yeah, like you said, if, if he's going to be really chalky, that's the way to do it is, is get a Kansas City stack in there and just hope that the left, not only the lefties, but some of the other players um, come through as well.
0: As far as Oakland goes, I mean, it's all going to depend on what the lineup looks like. Again, like if they roll out this right-handed heavy lineup with Pender and Piscotty, even with Chapman struggling throughout his career, he's been much better against lefties. Uh, Murphy, Kana, like I I don't mind Oakland here if it's going to be very right-handed heavy, but also respecting the fact that like Mike Miner is a solid pitcher.
1: Yep. Yep, exactly. Yep, I look at it the same way. I mean, Kana's been having a really, really good season, you know, definitely have interest in him, um, you know, regardless. I mean, Matt Olson, obviously it's a lefty-lefty matchup, but he's he's been great. But, yeah, other than that, and then, of course, there's always some pinch hit risks too with some of those guys. But, uh, yeah, I guess we have to just kind of wait and see what they roll out for a lineup to see kind of how we approach that tomorrow.
0: Uh, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Quick, easy, six-game slates, um, always fun. Favorite pitcher under 8,000 on DraftKings to get six or more strikeouts today. Who do you got?
1: Under 8K on DraftKings to get six or more strikeouts. I am going to go with – um. I guess I'm going to go with Granky.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think – Greinke, Rodriguez, and Descafani are probably the only three that I think have the potential to get there. Um, if we knew Michael King was going to pitch enough pitches, he could potentially get there. Yep. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Descafani. I almost went King. I just don't think he's going to throw enough pitches. Uh, over 8K to go under 15 fantasy points. Who's your bust today?
1: My bust. I am going to go. I'm gonna go minor actually for a bust.
0: I'm gonna stay in that game. I'm gonna go Frankie Montas just because I think the other three guys easily get over 15 points. Um, over 4k to hit a home run today. Who do you got?
1: Over 4k to hit a home run. Um, I am going to go with um. I'm going to go with Stanton again. Once he kind of gets hot, he gets hot.
0: That is true. Um, I'm (laughs) going to stay in that game and go Aaron Judge. Under 4K to get two hits, who's the cheap bat that you're liking to get two hits today?
1: Yeah, so under 4K, um, I am going to say, there's a couple guys I kind of like. I'm going to actually say uh, Jordan Alvarez.
0: All right, I can get behind that. Um, I'm gonna go bend Benintendi against Montas. I'm gonna stay on the fade Montas train like for now. Um, stack to score six or more runs. Who do you got?
1: I'm going Yankees. Shocker! Shocker! <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Yankees.
0: Um, I'll go Blue Jays. I guess. I just. I mean, it's a low strikeout pitcher facing a. Very, very good lineup. Um, I'm gonna go Blue Jays. Uh, any bets standing out to you here night before? Let's see here.
1: Um, if you have any, feel free. I'm just kind of looking to see. I mean,
0: honestly, looking at it like night before, there's not a lot that stands out to me. Um, I think the you're wanting to see what the Yankees line comes out to. I think that's gonna be a pretty high scoring game, um Yankee side, especially. So like that might be a game that like you take Yankees minus one and a half, um and if it's close to even money, you feel pretty good about it. So I would be looking at something along those lines um, yeah, that's I mean the Red Sox Houston game at nine seems like the over on that game seems kind of juicy too. And I do like the Houston side a little bit more than the Red Sox side.
1: Yeah, I, I do too. I, I definitely do the Houston side, you know, a little bit better on that too, because I do think, yeah, I do think they have a lot of potential to put up some points tomorrow there.
0: Um, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: Uh, no, I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, for a six game slate, I think it's, uh, I mean, I think it's a pretty good one. I think there's still some good ways to get different and a little bit contrarian. So, yeah, I mean, I kind of think it's a good slate and yeah. Good doing the show again with you as always, Stevie.
0: I mean, I think it's interesting because there's so many different ways that you can go on this slate and I think that's what makes this slate so much fun for a four game slate pitching. I feel like is really, kind of locked in there's only a few options that you really feel good about but i mean we talked we talked about like four or five stacks that we like on a six game slate you know you're not going to you're not going to see that very often um so I i think that's where the slate becomes very interesting is more on the hitter side of things so
1: yeah exactly right
0: all right that's gonna wrap it up here for thursday christy always um appreciate you coming on talking some baseball here We'll be back on Friday talking some more baseball with my boy, Chief Justice06. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you guys again tomorrow.